This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? We are back for a Tuesday tune-up. Lise, what's happening? How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing awesome. We are going to talk about one of my very favorite subjects, and that is living your best life. There's signs when you are not living your best life that show up, and it's like, yeah, maybe I don't want to face this one, but it's happening. So one of the things that I talk about is you're constantly negative and complaining a lot. I'm not pointing to you, by the way. Because <laughs> I never complain. Well, I realized the way I stated that it was like you complain a lot. I'm generalizing. If you are complaining a lot or being negative a lot, that's pretty tough to live your best life. I mean, I definitely see it when it happens for people, and I just... I, it's a huge sign. So what, what can people do if they are? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I've been there before, right? Like, I remember when my life completely changed after having the kiddos. You know, I had a career before that. And then I went to stay-at-home mom with two kiddos. And it was a big shift for me. And I wasn't happy. And I wasn't living my best life. I mean, the kids were great. Um, I just was not the best stay-at-home mom. <laughs> Probably the worst decision I made. But... You know, it's it's kind of one step at a time. I mean, I think it was just, I had to kind of get out of my funk. And I just remember really looking at the great things I had, right? The fact that I was able to have babies, the fact that I can have the luxury to be there with them. And, and it got better when we had our second child. Um, I kind of got into... Uh, figuring that out, you know, doing more playdates with friends and making sure we got out every day because being at home with a newborn is not fun. Um, and just having little adventures, right? And just really being grateful for those things, the little things in life. And after a while, it was kind of like, okay, this is awesome. I can figure it out and I can, you know, start working my way to getting happy again. Well, one of the things that we do so differently, you and I, is our process in the mornings to actually have our very best day. So, for instance, guys, I need to get up early. I have my entire routine, <laughs> and that's all about, you know, taking care of mind, body, and soul. Lisa, that would not necessarily be your routine. So, and that's without judgment. If that comes through as a husband judgment, I promise I don't mean for that. <laughs> But you are all about like, look, I need about two, two and a half, three hours to lay in bed and do my, like, just chill. So that's cool, but it's obviously two different ways to go about it. I don't know that that works for you. It wouldn't work for me, but I guess that's the point. It's not about that. If I try and get you out of bed right away, that doesn't go well. Correct. <laughs> that does not, not a smart move <laughs> for anybody. You know, I think I used to label myself, which is the worst thing that you can do, right? But I remember labeling myself. Oh, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. Well, if you continue to tell yourself that, you're going to be that, right? I became grouchy in the mornings and um, I feel like I'm actually pretty happy. I'm just not ready to move yet. But it's pretty amazing. I'm the most productive. I know this sounds funny. I'm really the most productive from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in bed. <laughs> that probably came across a little funny. But I, <laughs> I literally, have, I mean, I'm answering emails like I am on time. It's amazing. And as you know, right, I'll come down. I'm like, you're like, hey, what you got going on today? And I go, you know what? I just got all my work done in bed. 
<laughs> so for those of you that may work with your spouse, she is like, you're, she is on her phone. She's quite literally doing work. I'm not ready for that. So when I wake up at 5.55, typically is my wake up time. And she's like, hey, what do you think about this? And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> nope, no, not ready. That starts me off not in the best. So my point to this is we found our routine with one another. And I realize this is not a relationship necessarily show. But for our relationship, we had to establish pretty clear ground rules. Like, hey, don't mess with me from usually five to eight, six to nine, whatever. I need this time for me. Cool. Just like I have my process downstairs in the kitchen, meditating, reading, doing my thing. But it just looks so different. But I guess that's the point is that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it works, right? <laughs> just stay out of each other's way. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that has not been an easy process to just find, by the way. So if you guys are trying to figure it out, there's lots of coaching. We are happy to help you with that. Um, another one that absolutely is a sign that you're not living your best life is surrounding yourself with people that don't necessarily rise raise you up, right? Mm -hmm. This is a hard one, and it's one that I hope everybody takes at some point and says, look, the five closest people around me, that is a reflection of who I am. And this might be the hardest exercise I've ever asked anybody to do is to look at that circle and say, am I proud of what I'm looking back at in the reflection? What have you seen and how's that been for you? Because it's not easy, right? It isn't easy. And I, I think a lot of that comes with age too. You know, we talk about it quite a bit. Um, I think when you're in your 20s, you're just, you know, everybody's your friend and you're happy and you just want people to like you. You're kind of going through that maturation process. I remember in my 30s, I started kind of sensing, hmm. Uh, these people aren't really in, a, not like they're bad people. They're just not in alignment with how I roll. But you know what? They're nice people. So we're going to continue to, you know, hang out with them. And then there'll be some resentment or some weirdness, I guess, um, over time. And I don't know, something happened two years ago. I hit 40 and it was kind of like, a, I don't give a flying F. <laughs> you know, and it, it sounds bad to say, but honestly, I... We don't have time. We're so busy with our kids and our two careers and our lives and we're traveling all the time and, and trying to live our best life that I really do not have time for people who aren't in alignment with me or tend to be negative or suck out energy or gossipy. And I've made those boundaries very, very clear. Um, I mean, not like I have to tell them, hey, you're out of my circle. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, they're still, they're still great people, right? They're just not in alignment with me. And so I'm very picky with um, who I surround myself with and the times that we have. Yeah, right? and you said the word boundaries. And this is an interesting one because you do. You've quite literally figured out a system for you that's like, hey, there's boxes where like these are my closest five or maybe you're in this box over here, which means, hey, we can definitely associate, but I'm not coming to you for advice or guidance so can you talk about some of these boxes without getting specific but you definitely have been very clear on like hey they're not going to hurt me anymore or they're not going to bring me down I'm going to put them over here that means we're still cool but they're not in that that circle that net of five correct 
I wouldn't say, I mean, I really don't have multiple boxes. I think there's just one box, <laughs> right? And it's not a bad thing. Um, as you said, it's just not somebody that maybe I fully trust or that are in my closest circle of friends or family. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, it's really not giving them power anymore to make me have any type of reaction, right? And once I figured that out, and I did learn that um, from a friend of mine, uh, once I figured out to mentally put them in, you know, put these people in a box, um, it was the most freeing thing ever. Because whatever they did, if they were negative, if they talked bad you know, behind my back, it didn't bother me more because I go, it doesn't matter, right? They're in that box. <laughs> They're safe in that box. <laughs> well, and you said the words make me feel that way. You know how I feel. No one can make you feel a certain way. However, and this is a huge caveat, look, you make me feel a certain way all the time where I'm like, I just, ah, you're driving me crazy. That's that's me, right? That's my choice. And when you do find these boxes or put somebody out, that allows you to not be affected. Is that kind of a fair assessment? Yeah, totally. And in a quick story, um, I tell my kids this all the time, right? Because, you know, they, they can get bullied at school or, you know, whatever. There's friends that they have that might not be so nice. And I always tell them, nobody has the power to make you feel a certain way. And so it was funny, one day, um, our oldest, TJ, was picking on our youngest, Trey, and, and they didn't know I was in the room, and they're arguing, and Trey finally yells at his older brother, and he goes, you know what, TJ, I'm not giving you the power, and you can't make me feel any way, so I'm going to walk away now, and it was just, it was really cool, because I've been telling them this for years, and, you know, you never think your children listen to you, but he got it, you know, and he goes, no, I'm not going to let you affect me today, like, I'm moving on. And he just left. I, and what's so funny, because we had the opportunity to watch the two, how much it does bother the other person that now I can't bother you anymore. <laughs> right. It is awesome. No, I'm not giving you the power. Well, no, now I want the power back. <laughs> to watch that all shake down was so cool. So the last one is you're not taking care of your body, your mind, and your soul. Those three things, that's a clear sign that you're not living your best life. And I really believe it comes down to three things. Every single day, we need to take care of those three things, our mind, our body, and our soul. Do you have a specific process? I'm not saying you should tell them your workout regimen because not everybody <laughs> is as blessed with your, um, you know, you, you just don't have to work out nearly as hard as most people, which, fine. <laughs> but do you have kind of that idea, that, that setup every day that you take care of your mind, your body, and your soul? Yeah. Um, so my mind, brain games, oh, that's part of my morning routine is my brain games. And so I love playing those. They're challenging. They're fun. Um, I may be addicted to them, but I think if I continue to play enough of those, my brain is working uh, better and smarter or faster. Um, and my body... So, yes, I really do not like working out, I'll be honest. Um, I feel like I worked out a lot. You know, I played tennis in college, and I feel like I already did all my workouts in the first 22 years of my life. So, But I do. I mean, I, I take the dog on walks now, and I do do some things. Um, but I'm really careful as far as, like, Monday through Friday, I try to eat super clean, you know, as 
in air quotes, right? Super clean. (laughs) So for me, it's clean, right? It's not fried food. It's not um, the sweets. It's not the ice cream every night because, gosh, if I could have ice cream every night, I would. Um, So that's what I do for my body. And then for my soul, uh, this is really important. I mean, I there's a lot of things I have to do for my soul, I feel. (laughs) So it's girl time, right? Making sure that I'm scheduling girls night out once, at least a few times a month. I hang out with different a group of my girlfriends and making sure I'm getting my massages, uh, facials, whatever. Like those are, that's my me time. I call that my me time. And then talking to my woo-woo uh, therapist or woo-woo doctor, as I call her. Um, it's really nice to have someone to talk to, to just flush things out and clear things out to make yourself feel better. Yeah, you guys, it's three things to really focus in on every single day. So you said, you know, these brain games, you're kind of obsessed Guess what? Instead of it being Candy Crush, now you're doing Lumosity. And no offense to Candy Crush, but it's just not, it wasn't challenging you the way maybe doing a Sudoku or doing a Scrabble or something like that. The body, everybody knows you got to move the body. It's just meant to move. And then ultimately the soul, the one thing you didn't say I was surprised is just you and I literally breathing together every morning, right? The three deep breaths and, and having that connection and so that's something that is for our soul. So anything else before we head off? I, we want people to live their best lives. And those are three things that we want people to really check into. No, I think you covered it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, please go to letsgowin.com. Check out your free work-life balance assessment. You can do that. Download it. I do it every month just to check in to make sure I'm showing up as my best self and it's a easy free tool for you to do go to the website check it out until next time continue transcending in life we'll talk to you next week thank you so much for listening if this content is delivering value to you please make sure to subscribe rate and review us that helps us build this community and that is what we are all about building this community as big as we can helping as many people as we can and deliver as much value as possible Be sure to head over to TranscendentLifePodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.